Welcome to another podcast from Fire Church Ministries. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Chelsea Hagen. Hallelujah. How is everyone this morning? Oh man, the presence in this house. Woo. Praise you, Jesus. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Who's a mum in the house? So awesome. You guys are amazing. We just want to really honour and really celebrate you today. Um, just phenomenal what you guys do. Just always on the front lines and just incredible what you do. So we're going to be celebrating you all through the service. Um, but I just wanted to show this quick video. Um, so enjoy. Hallelujah. Just give me one second. Thank sure. you. Sorry. Uh-huh. Two minutes. Thank you. Hi, good afternoon. Sorry about hey, that. Oi. Hi, nice Hi. to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Have you ever done one of these interviews over the camera before? No. Well, let me tell you a little bit about the job to get started with. It's not just um, a job. It's sort of probably the most important job. Uh, the title that we have going right now is Director of Operations, but it's really kind of so much more than that. Responsibilities and requirements are, are really quite extensive. Uh, first category for the requirements would be mobility. This job requires that you must be able to work standing up most or really all of the time, uh, constantly on your feet, constantly bending over, constantly exerting yourself, a high level of stamina. Uh, uh, okay. That's a lot. For how many, like, for how many hours? Uh, 135 hours to unlimited hours a week. It's basically 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I'm sure you'll have a chance from time to time to maybe just sit down here and there, yeah? Uh, you mean like a break? Yeah. Uh, no, there are no breaks available. Is, is that even legal? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Okay, yeah. so like no lunch? You can or... have lunch, but only when the associate is done eating their lunch. Uh... I think that's a little intense. No, no not possible. That's crazy. Now this position requires excellent negotiation and interpersonal skill. We're really looking for someone that might have a degree in uh, medicine, in finance, and the culinary arts. You must be able to wear several hats. Associate needs constant attention. Sometimes they have to stay up with an associate throughout the night. Being able to work in a chaotic environment, if you, if you had a life, we'd ask you to sort of give that life up. No vacations, in fact, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and holidays, the workload is gonna go up, and we demand that, with, with a happy disposition. Uh, that's almost cruel. <laughs> that's almost a, a very, very sick, twisted joke. Right, but when there's time to sleep, or? Oh, no time to sleep. Yeah, all-encompassing, all almost. That's exactly right. 365 days a year? Yes. No, that's, that's inhumane. That's, that's very insane. The meaningful connections that you make and the, the feeling that you get from really helping your associate are immeasurable. Also, let's cover the salary. The position is gonna pay absolutely nothing. Excuse me? No. Nobody's doing that for free. Yeah, pro bono, <laughs> completely for free. No. What if I told you there's someone that actually currently uh, holds this position right now? Billions of people, actually. Who? Moms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Moms. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh! 
and they meet every requirement, don't oh, wow. they? Oh my God. Moms are the best. Yeah, there's no pay. They're 24 hours, they're always there. Now I'm thinking about my mom. Yeah, and what are you thinking about her? I'm thinking about all those nights and everything. Thank you so much for everything you do. I know it doesn't seem like I appreciate all of it, but I definitely do. So, Mom, I want to say thank you for everything that you've done. I love you very much. You've been there through thick and thin. My mom is just awesome. She's awesome. How awesome is that? Praise God for moms. Praise God for mums. So I just want um, anyone who's born from a woman to stand. Come on, man. Mums have the most phenomenal, amazing influence, and we just honour them today. Amen. Let's just give them a big round of applause. They're amazing. Mums are amazing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, praise you, Jesus. What, a, um, what an incredible influence and privilege that women have to be able to carry new life, but also birth new life. Like no one else has that privilege and that honor. And, you know, everyone's standing in this place because of, of a woman. And so, you know, we just really want to honor and celebrate um, the mums. Like I said before, you guys are really on the front lines um, you know, teaching and training children. It's amazing. Hallelujah. So I want to um, share a sermon. It's called uh, Worthy to be Praised. You're worthy to be praised. Amen. God really honors you today and thanks you for everything that you pour out. Everything that you pour out day in, day out. He says thanks. Hallelujah. So we've got um, three points that I just want to cover today. And the first point is a rich heritage. Everyone say, a rich heritage. And so I wasn't brought up in the Word of God. Um, I came from a home that wasn't Christian, um, far from it. And I just feel so blessed that I am able to sow the Word of God into my children. I just feel so blessed. And what an honor. You know, I didn't have that, and I wish I'd had that, but I didn't. But I'm now able to, to sow into them what I never had. And there is nothing more valuable to sow into your children than the Word of God, than the Word of God, living by example, loving them like Christ loves them, showing them who Christ really is. There is no greater honor or privilege or greater thing that we can do in this world. The Word of God will never pass away. So when you're, when you're giving them that Word, you know, you're creating that rich heritage of the Lord. Amen. Proverbs 22.6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. What an amazing promise. It's not just relegated to women here, but we're to train up our children in the way they're to go, and when he is old, he will not depart. You know, that is such a promise here. If you're believing for your sons and your daughters to come home, if you've been training them in the ways of God, they may depart for a season, but they will not depart. That's the Word of God. And He wants you just to trust Him with that. Let go and let God, because He's got Him. He's heard the prayers of the grandmothers and the mothers. They're gone. 
They're gone. The prayers of mothers, so powerful, so powerful. And so I just, yeah, want to encourage each one of you, begin to just train them from young. Begin to just share the Word of God. Read them stories. Pray for them. Let them know what the kingdom's about. And those seeds that you're sowing, those words of life will not come back void, but they will accomplish that which it was sent to do. So get ready for the harvest. Get ready for your children to come back. Get ready for the prodigals to come home. Hallelujah. Because God is so faithful. It's a promise. He can't go against His Word. Deuteronomy 6.7 says, you shall teach them diligently to your sons, so the word of God, and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. And so God just continually wants us to just be teaching our kids just everyday life. You can be at the park and just go, wow, look at that amazing autumn tree. Look what God has made. Look what God has done. And we can begin to point out the kingdom to our kids. Whatever we're doing, use it as a lesson. Use it as something that you can teach them about the kingdom. Don't waste any of that time. If you want to, you know, you're passionate about discipleship, well, guess what? You've got your kids for 24-7. They should be your best disciples. They should be your best disciples that you can just pour into continually, continually pour into them. Hallelujah. Psalm 78.4, and we will not conceal them from their children, but tell to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and His strength and His wondrous works that He has done. God wants us to share testimonies. Sometimes at home, we just have like just sit in a circle and we just share testimonies of what God's done because it reminds us of, wow, you know, that we can, we can pass the story down to our children and our children's children of what God has done. And it continually keeps us, reminds us of who He is. It reminds us to be thankful and grateful. God, if you've done that there, then you're going to do it here. You know, God doesn't want us just to hold back from the next generation. He talks Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's always talking generationally. And so God doesn't want a generation that one generation serves and one doesn't. One does, one doesn't. He doesn't want that. And if we would train our children in the way, it will just be they serve God, they serve God. They're going to get better. Glory to glory and strength to strength. And it's just going to be glorious. Because, you know, my children aren't going to have to wade through all the junk that Dan and I have had to. You know, they're, they're, I'm learning stuff that they already know. Because all they know is the kingdom of heaven. All they know is the word of God. All they know is Jesus. And so what a heritage. It's exciting. And so it says, yeah, that they may arise and tell them to their children. And I remember one day tying up, you know, shoelaces and it can, you know, motherhood can be, it feels mundane sometimes. It's just day in, day out, day in, day out, doing the same thing. And I love how Jesus, he just crashes in, in just your everyday life. And the Holy Spirit began to speak to me as I bent down to tie up his shoelaces. And he said, Charles, you're tying the shoelaces of world changes. What you do matters. How you parent matters. Oh, man. We can have so much influence over our children to fire them back into the enemy's camp when they're older and just absolutely destroy the works of darkness. They're a secret weapon 
They really are. They really are. Fill them up with the kingdom. Fill them up with the glory of God. Because they don't have a baby Holy Spirit. They've got the full measure. They can see the dead raised even from this height. It doesn't matter. They can see the, you know, the blind eyes open. Teach them. Begin to train them. Show them how to do it. It's awesome. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Our children are only lent to us for a season. You know, God has entrusted you with children. God has entrusted that you're going to train them and teach them. They belong to God. What an what a honor, though, that God would trust us with children that we can train them and teach them for the kingdom. Wow, what a reward from heaven. Amen. He's so good. Point number two. So point number one is a rich heritage. You've been given a rich heritage. Point number two, what you sow grows. What you sow grows. What you're sowing day in and day out, it might seem, you know, that nothing much is happening. But when you're sowing that word of God into your children, I promise you that word, that that word that you're sowing will not come back void. It will accomplish that which God sent it to do. And so every prayer, every time you're sowing that word in, that will keep them in their adulthood. It will keep them so they won't depart from the faith. They may for a little while, but they can't. They can't. Praying mums. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew 4.4. And he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. There is nothing more valuable that you can teach your children apart from the Word of God. We can learn maths and science and, you know, all this algebra. Who uses algebra, by the way? (laughs) Praise God for education and all that stuff. But the thing that's worked most in my life is the Word of God. The thing that we need the most is the Word of God. It's living. It's active. It's what brings changes. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. And when we build our children on the Word of God, it doesn't matter what comes at them. It doesn't matter what comes at them. It doesn't matter what storm comes at them. If they're built on the Word of God, that that house will not fall down. We teach them to be doers. We teach them not just to hear, but to do. How does that apply to my life? You know, I read the Word. How does that apply to my life? What can I do to to put that Word in my life now, to begin to manifest what it's saying? And we begin to teach them, begin to show them. Even when they do naughty stuff, use it as an opportunity to show them the grace and the mercy of God and begin to teach the understanding of who God is in amongst all the chaos. Amen. Hallelujah. So they're a rich blessing, a rich heritage from the Lord. And I love the Psalm, Psalm 127, verse 3. Lo, children are a heritage. And that word heritage means an heirloom. I love that. Children are an heirloom, an inheritance, an estate, and a possession of the Lord. And the fruit of the womb is his reward. They belong to Jesus. Your kids ultimately belong to God. Amen. How awesome is that? Thank you, Jesus. 
As arrows in, in the hand of a mighty man, so are the children of the youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them, that they shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gates. How amazing that even our kids, we don't even need to speak, but our kids will be speaking to the enemies in the gate. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on to destroy the works of darkness. How we've got to get a hold of this if we would teach and train our kids from, from young. You don't wait till they're old and then begin to teach them. Teach them. Teach them as soon as they're born. Be- begin to just sow the Word of God into their life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Point number three, guard the deposit entrusted to you. So God entrusts us with the deposit of children. 2 Timothy 1.3. And I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience, that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of the tears that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee. So he's talking about Timothy. And that unfeigned faith means sincere faith which is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and in thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that it is in thee also. I love that. How faithful is Lois and Eunice? They're just passing down the information. They're training up in the way that he should go, that when he is older, he will not depart. And I I just love that. It's generational. It's not meant to stop at one generation. It's not meant to stop at our generation. We sow it in and kids continue to tell of the wondrous thing that God has done and that he's doing. It's so important. It's such a short window of time that we've got with them, but they should be our best disciples. Amen. So generations are so important to God. Lineage, he's always talking about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's always talking generationally. So be encouraged. It's so, so powerful. So the grandmother, Lois, mother, Eunice, child, Timothy. And I just want to read this out as well. This is a a stunning statement from Apostle Paul. Um, 1 Timothy 1.1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God our Saviour and Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope, unto Timothy, I love this, my own son in the faith, grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. He calls him his own son. That's amazing. Apostle Paul, like Timothy's only a young fellow. And, um, and this next verse is just absolutely floor me. Philippians 2.19. But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy shortly unto you, that I also may be of good comfort when I know your state. For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state. For all seek their own, not the things that are Jesus Christ's. Isn't that amazing that there were that many Christians around in the day and Apostle Paul only had one. Isn't that amazing? That he, that he considered him his own son. Even as, in his youth, he was far beyond his years. He was far beyond his maturity. Why? Grandmother, mother, passing the word of God down. Faithful son. He was one that was such a blessing to Apostle Paul. 
He was one that was such a blessing to the house of God. He was one that was such a blessing way beyond his years because of the wisdom of the Word of God. Amen. Praise you, Jesus. But you know that the proof of him, that as a son with the Father, he has served with me in the gospel. Now, that's awesome. You know, we want to train our children that they're going to be a blessing to serve in the house of God or wherever God's got them, that they're going to be a blessing to that person. And we, we get to sow that in now. Can you imagine, you know, sometimes I just think about what my kids are actually going to do for the kingdom and how many souls are going to get saved It's amazing. They're going to do far more than Dan and I can even do. They're going to take it even further, higher. Glory to glory and strength to strength. Hallelujah. God's secret weapon. Thank you, Jesus. So I just want to encourage every mom and every, you know, person that's been praying for, for wayward children. I want to encourage you that God is bringing them home. I had a word a prophetic word that God really burnt on my heart this year and I shared it at the beginning of the year and that it was it was going to be a bumper crop. I went to write harvest. He said, no, it's not a harvest. It's a bumper crop. It's an extraordinarily large crop that's coming in. And he began to show me the, the tears and the, you know, just that, that wrestle with God. Even last year, you know, you've really wrestled with God for your kids to come home. And, you know, there's been a lot of contending with prayer and you hadn't seen the breakthrough. And I really believe God showed me that, you know, there were so many tears of of parents, you know, crying out for their sons. And then the next picture I saw was tears of joy pouring down parents' faces because their sons and daughters had come home. And I believe that with all my heart, I have already seen manifestations of it, of people that you're just like, there's no way that they're going to come to God. And God is, God is calling them. The Father is drawing them. And so I want to give you hope and I want to speak hope into your hearts. Let go and let God. God's got them. If you've trained them in the way that they will not depart, they may depart for a season, they may be departed already, but God is going to bring them back. Amen. That's His Word. That's His promise. He's not a God that He can lie. And I saw this vision so clearly of just parents. And I'm already seeing that. I'm already seeing people come to me just so blown away by what God's doing. So keep believing for them. God's got it. He's got it be encouraged and greatly strengthened. He's heard the cries and the prayers of the mums and especially the grandmas. If you're praying, they're gone. You can't fight the prayers of mum. You can't fight the prayers of mum. I was saying in the last service with Dan's mum, just honouring her. Um, You know, when she was pregnant with Daniel and um, they were telling her that she should have bought and his beautiful mum by faith drew a cross on her stomach. She said, God, I'll, I'll dedicate this child to you. He'll be a child of God. And none of all the stuff that would be happening, even though Dan went wayward for a while, he was messed up, really messed up. It even looked like beyond the reach. But God, but God, myself, so far from God, So far from God, but God, 
He will have His way. And so I just honoured her and I said, you know, because of Dan's mum's prayers, all this is here because of a woman that just stayed and just faithfully believed, even though she didn't see in the natural anything change, even though she saw a schizophrenic, drugged, messed up son who couldn't even communicate, she stood in faith and didn't look at the natural circumstances. Come on, but God, but God, hallelujah. So what I wanna do is I wanna invite every mum to come up your mum in this house, just I want you to come up on stage and I just want to um, just pray and just speak a a psalm over you guys because you're amazing. Let's give them a round of applause. Every mum in the house, you guys are incredible, absolutely incredible. Hallelujah. Don't be shy. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Papa. Yeah, come on. Let's give it up for the mums. They're amazing. Amazing. It's really honour them. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Women on the front line. Praise you, Papa. Thank you, God. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amazing mamas. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks for listening to another message from Fire Church Ministries. For more messages like this one or other resources and information, you can check out our website at firechurch.com.au.